following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. Not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals have taken control of the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com. Tangent alert! For Sunday, the 24th of October 2010, this is Casually Hardcore. I am Gnomewise. I'm Iolite. I am Dexa. And I'm Grail. And I'm surprised we're all here upright and, and actually metabolizing at this point. Uh, today on Casually Hardcore, you will hear all about what really happened in Las Vegas. The, all the things that did not happen in Anaheim. Uh-huh. <clears throat> oh, yes. The <laughs> end of an era. Yes, the end of equestrian base jumping. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the evil empires that don't want... Ch- the Google to be on your TV. So anyway, there I was, back from Vegas already. Right. Right. That was fast. Yeah. I wasn't expecting you till Monday morning. Yeah, well, plans change, <clears> as <throat> you know. Yeah. So for those of you who have been living under a rock and have not been paying attention to the grand forums and the fact that I'm skipping Barry's intro yet again, <laughs> if you wish to participate in today's show in a live and lively fashion... You should come to the aforementioned website, vtwproductions.com, and click on the chat button in the upper left-hand quadrant of the page. If you have a webcam, you should choose chat and video. If you don't have a webcam, choose merely chat and join us in Internet Relay Chat. In there, you will find a rare and special form of life called Barry Von Awesome. Yes, I'll let you have your hand raised. Yes, that's because I can't actually listen to the show through my headphones, so I'm not entirely certain when I'm supposed to talk. Um, having a headphone head, you can hear me through your ears. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it, it absolutely doesn't matter. It, She's it, closed it, the ears. I, if it's I am, not yes. through the headphones, if it doesn't count. it's not through the headphones, it's not helping me. <laughs> um, you could put headphones on and just, you And know, just fake it. No, that, yeah. wouldn't, well, that wouldn't help. Um, I just wanted to tell the people in the dance party that um, I forgot to patch my laptop, and it's patching right now, so I'll get into the dance party as soon as humanly possible. It's this little tiny thing that we may have talked about last uh, week, patch for. 4.0.1 in all of its buggy glory. Uh, yeah, that probably means there's two patches to go. Uh, Just point yeah. at me when Barry's music's going on so I can dance like normal because okay. I won't know when it's... It. Stand yeah, on. exactly. <laughs> if you are in IRC and you wish to bring something to the show host's attention, please send a personal message to Barry Von Awesome. I don't know. No, oh. that's the wrong one. Silence! No, that's the wrong one. Oh, damn it. There we go. Oops, sorry. Dance now. <laughs> Too late, I danced twice. Barry VA is our IRC rep, and he will bring things to our attention in an orderly and constructive fashion. And if you wish to email the show, the email address to become involved is the show at alphageekradio.com. That's the show at alphageekradio.com. Dot com. Dot com. So, yeah, the whole uh, VTWCon in the Vegas thing. Uh, mm-hmm. 
So those of you who frequent uh, the Versus the World Ventrilo uh, got more of a play-by-play than <coughs> usual, because as is my want, I was more or less in vent uh, on the way up and the way back from the car. And they kept me well entertained. I couldn't talk a whole lot because for some reason my Verizon device decided that every time I would key my mic, it would cut off the internet connection. Mm. Suck. I could listen just fine. And in areas that had T-Mobile coverage, if I would switch over to the T-Mobile hotspot in the Nexus One, everything was sunshine and kittens. Hmm. But uh, yeah, I was kind of in listen-only mode in Ventrilo, but it was still a hell of a lot more entertaining than driving up uh, to complete silence or repetitive music. So... Uh, shout out to everyone who came into and went out of vent on my way up and my way back. So, yeah, I got reduced to going out uh, Friday morning and returning Saturday morning. Um, a little bit wow. less wow. aggressive than my original plan, which had been to be there the whole damn week. <laughs> yeah. Which a series of events had just whittled away events. and whittled away and whittled away. Hey, hey, you know about some of those events weeks beforehand. Right. I didn't say they all, yeah. they all occurred in right. close proximity to each other. They just one thing yeah. after another after another, just eating away at the trip, which is fine because the longer you stay in Vegas, the more of your money they eat. But... I did at least get up to see Doc Dead uh, and Octail, and I got to hang out with uh, Taxera, who I think is sitting in IRC right now. I think it's under the name Tax at this point. And, yeah, got my feet on the ground, met the Octail and Doc Dead over at uh, their cabana uh-huh. uh, next to the pool at the Excalibur. Okay. No, you're here. Have jello shots. Nice. All right. Uh, Not after my own heart. I'm glad the car is parked and secured because I ain't going nowhere. You're probably sore from your drive. You need to numb it a little. Oh, yeah. I was yeah, my normal, you know, stretching out and yep. and, and sit down and then the Jello shots and Dos Equis were in my hand before I knew it. Mm. Yeah. So I. So you guys did a lot of radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about that. How'd that go? <laughs> yeah, how'd the radio go while you were so, there? So uh, mm. I had the grand idea that he was too lazy to bring up his own broadcasting gear. <laughs> Do any kind of shows you know, in the <sighs> six or so days that he was there with Doc Dead, right? And said he would instead rely on me to to uh, haul my ass up there with all of our broadcasting gear, and like the good little boy you are, like the good little whatever I am. <laughs> so I get there, we haul all the gear up to uh, their room at the Excalibur, yeah, and promptly you know, head out to Jello shots. Apparently, no, the jello shots actually came before. Oh, okay. yeah. um, <laughs> at which point I said, we should probably you know, go on the air now. Yeah. At least get a show out for this whole trip in Vegas. Right. And I was promptly voted down in favor of, quote, going for dinner. Oh. oh Liquid dinner. Uh, yeah. There was a, a, <laughs> just a parade of, of beverages that just kept magically showing up in my hand thanks to uh, Octel Hordak. Excuse me, Octel and Doc Dead. Um yeah, so there wasn't a whole lot of radio done that night. Mm, I see. <laughs> By a so, whole lot, you mean zero? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, uh-huh. after I was resting my eyes... Uh, there was a valiant effort made by uh, an inebriated Doc Dead... Don't do drugs, kids. Uh, <laughs> ...to wire up my sound rig. Because it badly needed to go on the air. Right. Okay. And I woke in the morning... To, okay, we have this plastic, purple plastic tub that I use. Purple to, plastic like, tub. Say that five times fast. Purple plastic tub. 
that holds all of our cabling and all of our widgets and bits and pieces mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. we tear out every Sunday to build the broadcast studio that conveniently I can just chuck in the back of the car and take places like you know Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just picture this huge mass of black spaghetti cabling trailing from the bin and climbing up the three mic stands and descending the mic stands and heading for the mixing desk. And everything was plugged into something. <laughs> Just not the proper thing? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm glad they didn't pass voltage through this thing. They probably would have burned down the hotel. Um, yeah. It... Uh, it was impressive. <laughs> nice. My goodness. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of glad I was asleep for that portion of the evening because I had to have thrown Doc to the ground and knelt on his windpipe. <laughs> <laughs> you must chill. You must chill. I have hidden your keys. Yep. <sighs> yeah. No, Tax, I was playing dead because I did not want to be involved with that. If they managed to get on the air, I wanted plausible deniability. <laughs> And I definitely didn't want to help him. Oh, you're not shy about getting on oh. the air when you've had a few to drink. No, no. <laughs> this yeah, was really not. That. <laughs> this was not a few to drink. Okay. okay? <laughs> this was Vegas. Yeah. That's a diff- horse of a different color when compared to Seattle. Okay. Because, yes, I was toasty and warm when we went on the air in Seattle because that was the last day of a long ass haul. Yeah. That, was, that was mostly to deaden the pain. Yep. Um, the pain never had a chance to set in in Vegas because they, <laughs> they began medicating me the moment I got boots on the ground. Nice. Which for which I can be very thankful that I know people Well, like you me. only had a day, so you had to fit it all in. And apparently, <laughs> I did. Yes. That is too funny. I may have shaved a number of years off of my life on this planet, but... Eh. Eh. Sacrifices. So, yeah, we... Uh, so why don't we have headphones? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about what this. What happened there? So you know what else was in I'm, the plastic I'm, bin? I'm, I'm uh, blaming Doc here. Were our splitters for the headphones that allow us to have the you know, one to six uh, headsets that we normally need connected. Well, strangely, somehow, those never made it back into the bin at the end of the cleanup the, the next morning. <laughs> I blame you, Doc Dead. <laughs> Hence, hence the rest of us you. blame you, too. Yeah. We just thought we'd let you blame know. Blame my proxy. Yeah. So check your bags, guys, because I'm betting they got hoovered up and put into your stuff. And I'll be sending you an address you know, to post those two. Uh, or more likely just going <laughs> the hell to Radio Shack and buying another yeah. trio of them. Yeah, they're set. Well, speaking of doing things by proxy, uh, we did mention the fact that I've become a Vikings fan by proxy. That's right. Um, uh, I, don't, I don't actually... Uh, I am no longer speaking to you. Uh, okay. <laughs> You'll go bra shopping with me, but she won't talk to me anymore. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Barry yeah. has Point. just linked a hilarious yeah. picture of Octail in uh, the IRC, or you can just kind of make out the arm there and the foot. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, it's been mislabeled as gnome-wise, but it's definitely a picture of Octail gotcha. on the floor next to his bed. It, it, was, it was a rip-roaring good time had by all. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, I've got pictures like that. Doc Dead says, what's this black thing with gold connectors in my bag? I hate you, okay? (laughs) You're a thief, too, okay? (laughs) Not only are you a purple tub rapist, he's also a thief. (laughs) Purple plastic tub rapist. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) 
Now, <laughs> now, on a side note, I'm not cleaning up today. Then, if putting stuff back in the tub, if that's where it's been, <laughs> <laughs> that's all you guys. <laughs> Doc, dead. You're not fooling anyone in IRC. So, yeah, the um, you know, for a while there, Vegas had been trying to go for the whole family friendly image. Yeah, that ended know. a while ago. That was a while ago. Yeah, because yeah. now they went to the what goes on in Vegas stays right. in Vegas thing. And they, they've scrubbed away all. What, we had this weird moment. Veneer. Though. Tax and I were sitting in the casino at Excalibur, waiting for Octail and Doc Dead to come back from. I have no idea where mm-hmm. they they waved some empty Fat Tuesday glasses in our face. Said, "I'll be back," and wandered off. Uh-huh. And it had to be an hour and a half, two hours before they returned, non-responsive nice. to texts. So we're just kind of wandering around, and they have one of the bell desks there. Yeah. And you look to your left, and you see the scantily clad pole dancer. Okay. And you look to your right, and you see the life-size statue of SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh. And that's kind of a major Whiskey Tango Foxtrot kind of a moment. <laughs> because one of these things is not like the others. And then... The five-year-old walks by with their family in the casino, 15 feet from the stripper. Cool. Five feet from the SpongeBob. Well, yeah. <laughs> they had priorities. And my brain at this point goes, help me! <laughs> yeah, don't bring your kids to Vegas, at least not the strip people. Come on, let's have some standards in this country. I mean, it can be an adult playground, but let's keep it for, for the adults. adults. Yeah. That really made me cringe when I'm saying see the actual children, children being led by their hands through. Oh no, it, it's it is completely as far as I'm concerned. I, the last, well, I was in Vegas in August for DefCon, mm-hmm. and I was um, horrified um, just walking because we were going home late at night, going back home, back right. to the hotel late at night, and it. The number of really unattractive people that were squeezing themselves into these really tiny outfits oh, yeah. and trying desperately to be attractive um, was just broken and startling and kind of turned the, turned the stomach a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I just think that if leave, leave Vegas for the adults. Let people do what they want to do. You know, there were plenty of good-looking people there as well, but they were all being what you do in Vegas. Oh, no, Octail was telling and me stories of uh, the genetic perfection he had found, I think, at Mandalay Bay in one of the performers there, uh-huh. yeah. where he just, you know, in the interest of science, stared at, Lee, stared at her intently for two hours trying to find any, any flaw, flaws, and there were none. Mm-hmm. And he, he just kind of went on and on about that when we were having uh, sake. Over sushi, yeah. Hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Mandalay Bay, huh? Apparently, I never was really she over a, there. in the show there. I'm assuming, obviously, otherwise he'd have been arrested for stalking. No, nah, this is Vegas. This is Vegas. <laughs> yeah. nobody, Vegas. nobody cares. It's, you can just stare at anyone randomly people, for two hours. Let's just try that. Stare at someone randomly for two hours. City of America. I mean, open containers on the strip. Yeah, you know that's a beautiful place to just watch people walk by. Oh uh, no, actually, they're saying uh, she was actually just dancing next to the slot machines. Oh. Oh, sweet. So they can, you know, they could put their money in the machine and stare and, and check for flaws. Nice. They were, they were the genetic purity police. See, they take their jobs very seriously. And, yeah. And actually, we had some interesting, fun conversations about how many innovative technologies that we're sure are going to show up in our video game consoles later are being innovated by these slot machine people. Yeah. Because those things are remarkable pieces of technology now. <laughs> 
They've got capacitive touchscreens. They have some of the best 3D graphics you've ever seen. They basically, you pause in the middle of your slot machine for a mini game. So they're like the people from Zynga are coming over there and making like Farmville for slot machines uh, or something. Wow. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh yeah. Farmville for slot machines. So these are there's a phrase to major technological sculptures. Yeah. And mm. I am absolutely 100 percent sure that I do not have epilepsy because I walked through a casino without dying. Mm. Awesome. Yep. Strobe, 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 strobe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a whole bunch of no fun. That'll definitely make you... Uh... See, I was on the other side of that. Well, well, you know, I came home from Orlando, and then you went to Vegas, which is the adult playground of America, and I had just been in... Kidland. In, in Kidland, in, in Disney World, um, where everything is, is perfectly, <sighs> perfectly cleaned up, and, and everything's manicured and gorgeous and beautiful, and... Um, it was uh it was crazy. I mean it's it's literally catch a bus at the at the airport to take you to Disney World and then you take buses inside yeah. to go anywhere you want to go Welcome in to there. our world. And uh yeah. Yeah. And they definitely have this science all worked out. Um and interestingly enough, the one night that we got to go out and do something fun, they took us to Universal Studios Orlando. <laughs> it wasn't one of the Disney parks. No. <laughs> so we're staying in Disney World, and we leave Disney World yeah. to go to the fun thing. <laughs> um, but we did get to spend the evening at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Excellent. Um, which was very fun and great coasters. Um, they had actually refitted an older coaster, um, but it was just the adrenaline rush yeah. I was looking for. Um, that's and my then, little adrenaline. adrenaline oh God, it's, see, it's adrenaline. really see that's Vegas talking, a, right? Adrenaline. There. It, it really is something that I think I need a lot more of. I need more adrenaline, like the good kind of adrenaline in my life, not the stressful, not the fight or flight, cortisol, whatever the hell it is, kind of adrenaline. The the actual like, Wee, I'm alive. Uh huh. That kind. And uh, just this side of wetting yourself. And went to the, no, not even close, actually. Just the other side of wetting yourself? <laughs> no, not even close. We need to go invest in some Depends. And we got diapers in the house again. We might as well go for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> that would be you included? Yes. Yeah. Well, see, that's the whole Vegas thing, because then you never have to leave the table. Yep. Uh, and people it. actually do that, which is creepy as hell. That's, that's actually gross. Really disgusting. really disgusting. Keep yeah, you can let that go now. On to the next subject. Back to <laughs> Disneyland. Let's talk more about Disneyland because in Disneyland, people don't pee themselves a lot. Well, they beg to differ. There are a lot of kids there. Okay, there are a lot of kids there. I agree. They're they're but they're they're small children. I was gonna say and you've never seen Goofy on a bender, so. <laughs> Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Do you want to get laid? Yeah. <laughs> Just Gosh. too wrong. Gosh. Too wrong, too uh. wrong. How much for the hookers? Oh. <laughs> I, only, I only got three fingers. That's Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I got some crazy bitches in the back. Oh, That's, uh, you're doing Robin Williams. Yes, I am doing Robin Williams. Thank uh. you for getting the reference. Oh. Oh, oh my goodness! Yes, Robin Williams actually doing his Mickey Mouse impressions, and oh, that was priceless. He was talking about uh, that the Aladdin movie was basically a Warner Brothers movie in Disney drag, right? Yeah, right. And well, and and saying you know he would get a little blue, and they would say, when "Can't he, do that! Yeah. It's <laughs> Disney." <laughs> the mouse doesn't have genitals. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
So moving on. So it was it was a it was a lot. It was really funny because it's you know this really beautiful place, and you're going there for this conference, and it's it's obvious to me that everybody who goes to this conference regularly brings their entire family with them, and they they hit the sessions. Hard early in the day, and then you can see it just kind of break out. Yeah, you know, it just fiddle, it just kind of everything dissipates in the last few sessions, mm-hmm. and they are gone. And they do the, they do all, they go into the evening and oops, Take that. at the, uh, you know, at the um, parks and things like that. So it it was very clear to me though that everybody who goes goes with their family, hmm. and apparently I missed an email from a bunch of people who had uh, or from a, a, a Fan. some fans Fans. who had offered to keep me company while I was in Orlando, and I'm so sorry that I missed your email. I would have happily um, met up with you guys and and gone to do a park and that sort of thing, but um, I missed your email and instead was kind of a homebody for the, everything but the one evening. So. Well, speaking of fans, shout out to Texera for meeting us in Vegas. I was actually there. I had missed Recta, and I completely got there after midnight and company had left. So Aww. I was rather, rather looking forward to meeting, and then life intervened, and Aww, they had already that gone That would have been cool. So, me. Well, at least you got to meet a couple. Yep. Yeah. Got to hang and yeah. be juvenile in front of them. <laughs> so. Vegas, baby! <laughs> there's a turkey on the screen. Of course there is. Hmm. We, um, okay, that's, that's not also, even the Halloween yet. That's we co- have turkeys that's yet. That's Copy wearing her uh, white mane chapeau. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So in other news, uh, where the hell you guys been? Well, my trip to Vegas was Fallout New Vegas. Ah. <laughs> ah. Which is... Uh, buggy as hell? Or no. did you get off light? Because for no, some people, it's been a, a buggy night. I got it for the 360s. So okay, so better. Got me. Um, but no, mine's worked. Perfectly fine, and it's it's a Fallout game. It's it's it does what it says, says what it does. Get all your snow globes. Uh, I've gotten one, one. Well, I've just started playing. It just came out on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Give him some time. Yeah, it just, just came out just on Tuesday, man. Past Tuesday, you you call yourself my problem a gamer. with Fallout games is I go and I play and I get to like level three and then I go, oh wait, I got a better idea for a character and then I restart <laughs> and I get to level three and I go, oh wait, I got another idea for a character and so it takes me a long time to really just settle on something and just start pushing through. So mm-hmm. that's that's the uh, yes. Dex issue. Is nodding sagely. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sure. So <laughs> just keep telling yourself that, honey. <laughs> just kidding. Yep. Before that, though, we were in California for a good solid week, right? Yep. For a good solid week. Yeah, we had a blast out there. We um, went to San Francisco, Santa Cruz, San Jose, and then a, a bunch of, There's yeah, every of sand known to man there. And then a bunch of little, oh, little towns uh, in between. Probably the we saw an interesting Genghis Khan exhibit in San Jose. Yes, Genghis Khan. <laughs> yeah, yes, which is cool. And probably the coolest thing though was the Exploratorium oh in my San God, Francisco. Yes. It's by far the most interactive, engaging museum I've ever been in. Thank you, by the way, by yelling Khan, you just woke the baby. Oh. Yeah, hear her screaming. <laughs> hear her nice screaming. Job. But Dax is happy. This, I mean, she gets to hold the baby. This would yes, be. Yes, but I will hold her in a second. This we would talking. be your fault. I'm going to go get her now, and then you can pass over. Uh-huh. Yes. So we did. We went to the Exploratorium, and I even have video of myself 
walking, I think, about 100 feet in and going, this place is already worth the 20 bucks I've spent. Yeah. This is the coolest thing that it I have ever seen. It was the best thing in the world. I got to be like a kid again. I played with everything. I got to touch everything and move things around and hear things. And it was just awesome. Highly recommended. And if you do... Definitely pay the twenty bucks to do the no, tactile. It's five dome. extra bucks. Five to extra do bucks, the but it's twenty tac- total. It was fifteen yeah, and then yeah, plus right, five. Right, right. The tactile dome. It oh, yeah, is cool. a lot of touching. Touching was... in complete blackness. In complete darkness. Oh god, that has like uh, oh <laughs> no no. You go in by group, and it's this little dome, and you have to make your way through it in complete darkness just by feeling your way through. Yep. And you have to, and it's actually kind of hard. You climb. Rope ladders. I mean, you in you're in tight spaces at some points, and it was fun though. I'm sorry, I was yeah. distracted by the IRC asking for Elmer Fudd as Khan. <laughs> I will left. <laughs> I will leave you as you left me, as you left her, buried alive in the center of a dead planet. There you go. <laughs> buried alive. <laughs> buried alive. <laughs> no, not working. No. <laughs> uh, oh God. Anyway. Uh, uh, so yeah, you were, you were touching in the dark. So yeah, there's a lot of that, and then a lot of just other exhibits that were like every single exhibit had something to you did with it. You did, yes. you messed with it in some way, or to to show you the point of what it was uh, uh, trying to teach you. The museum so, done properly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my but, god. But I so mean, I've never seen one where every single exhibit was that way. Usually, you get the ones where it's just like sit down, put on the headphones, and listen to somebody talk. There was like none of that. It right. was all. It was the polar opposite of that. Yeah. It was very very cool. They even had a. Um, Oh man, I'm drawing a blank. The device that the the music device that you can use just by your hands. Oh, uh, um, yes, I know it. I know. I know. IRC, help us out here. Yeah. I, I know you know the name of this thing. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. The guy's yes. in Star Trek. Yes, yes. Um, I know it. I know that one. Oh well, we'll wait. Yeah. yeah. The so they had one you could play with, though. So yes. it was very cool. I played with it. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah, it so? was, and it was really cool. And we were there for what about five hours, and it was not, well, enough, not time. enough time. If Never. you ever go, go when it opens, leave when it closes. Yeah. It is the best museum ever. Yep. So did that. Went to a Peruvian Thurman, restaurant. Thank you. Thurman, that's it. So, Idea said. Had I, kept, per- I kept thinking sousaphone, and I knew that was wrong. No. No. We had Peruvian beer for the first time. Yes, those. Okay, I guess it's an experience you should have before you die. Yeah, exactly. And I had Pisco, which is a Peruvian uh, liquor. That was the, yeah. Yeah. Liquor, yeah. So, so that was good. Peace. Barry, you're a little late there, dude. Yeah, way Come on. late. Got an IRC rep. Yeah, seriously. Silence! <laughs> 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 um, but, yeah, so that was a lot of fun. So what's the name of that? Is Pisco? As in, Pisco. See, I wish you had your headphones on because you hear me playing this particular drop-in of yours. Penis. Oh. Look at that. Pe- anyway. Oh, <laughs> wrong one. Yes, but Moving Pisco. Um, so that was really cool. Uh, what else did we do over there? Oh, a lot of stuff. I mean, we, we, we saw a beached whale. Yes, um, so we saw a beached whale. That was kind of horrific. It was pretty gross. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Thank you for sharing. Yep. Yeah, you're welcome. All that. Why do I talk to you people? So, so speaking about I pictures. Something to look at. Went to the uh, Haight-Ashbury district. Which oh, is my the God. Dead that lived. was the coolest yeah, the hippie district street. ever. It was crazy. Definitely. That's another people watching. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, you go to the hate to watch. Yep. Yep. So that was cool. Uh, <laughs> you know, Santa Cruz boardwalks. 
I'm sorry. Dark Robe was says in IRC. LMAO. Someone edit that. Someone just said, yeah, I just played with it. It was awesome. Play it next to penis. <laughs> it sounds awesome. <laughs> Not touching was, that. No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so... That uh, tangent section brings us up against our first break. Yeah. And we have, uh, in honor of the recently departed Benoit Mandelbrot, we have Jonathan Colton's Mandelbrot set queued up as part of our music break. You are listening to Casually Hardcore live on Verse of the World Radio, brought to you by Audible.com. Go to audiblepodcast.com slash VTW Productions for a free audiobook, U.S. residents only, please. I used my audible.com membership a great deal on this trip for the long sections of desert where there was no internet connection. Oh, yeah. So I was keeping myself sane by listening to more of the Dark Tower series mm, cool. by Mr. Stephen King. So if you are like me and are time challenged but have lots of drive time in your life it's a great way to get your quote reading done uh, just don't ever download anything that's unabridged it's not worth it or that, that is abridged always go for the unabridged version get right. every word you're paid for it get all the words yep we will be back right after this are you tired of being dies and hatred of being peed on by of being enticed to play Xbox and have ice cream or worse of all, to visit the Spirit Healer every week with Ireland. Then it's time to do something about it. The world strikes back every Saturday with GoHex, only on vtwproductions.com. Box of 
If there was a place To lose the weight of the world And put a smile on your face Have the time of your life Bring the kids and the wife And never have to worry about Death or blunt force trauma Go to Mr. Safety's Bowling Alley Mr. Safety's Bowling Alley He's made a change or two now it's safer for me and you Because what else would a responsible adult do At Mr. Safety's Bowling Alley The first thing that you notice when you walk in the door The pins are made out of Nerf and they're nailed to the floor And with your rental shoes you also choose a set of knee pads, shoulder pads, elbow pads, shin guards, chest protector, face mask, cod piece, and a helmet. Down at Mr. Safety's Bowling Alley, Mr. Safety's Bowling Alley, the square balls might not roll, and they have handles instead of holes. But having lots of fun is not the primary goal at Mr. Safety's Bowling Alley. You can only bowl three frames every hour to guard against carpal tunnel. They still have rock and bowl, but not at the same time. To guard against fire, he took out the fryer, and there is no food you can eat with your hands. But you can have all of the beer that you want When you get home From Mr. Safety's Bowling Alley Mr. Safety's Bowling Alley Three earplugs to deaden the sound And the balls only weigh three pounds But there's a Starbucks in between every single lane At Mr. Safety's Bowling Alley and a brand new state-of-the-art digital scoring system But we can't figure out how to use it Right next door to Chick Mickey's Pocket Pool Hall Mr. Safety's Bowling Alley Hi, I'm a little girl who likes CCGs And Doc Dad told me to listen to VTWProductions.com Isn't it great? Great actual physical contact! 
And Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com, as we move into our video gaming segment to talk about all the things that were not announced at BlizzCon 2010. Man, did we pick the right year to not go. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of feeling that way myself. We were talking about it before we started because we we ended up getting the virtual ticket for the pet. And uh, (laughs) we can watch watch all the panels and such. So you bought a $30 pet and you also got this neat video stream as a complete bonus. Yeah, yeah, basically. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, I mean, I watched the opening. The opening seemed... Kind of messy. I don't know if you had a chance to see their opening. No, ceremony. I was just I was I was driving to Vegas. Oh, you were driving. That's right. So. But very kindly, people in Vent were reading me the live blogs of the event. Oh, okay, cool. Which so is entertaining you got probably in its own the way. gist then of what happened, which was basically no. Chris Metzen and his beard Chet came up and talked about being nerdy for a while. Yeah, a that lot, was a lot of no sense. So weak. I yeah. mean, it's basically you know showing a, a PowerPoint slideshow right. while talking about geek culture. And Isn't that what we do every week? Yeah. Plus, Will Wheaton does a better job, just saying. Yeah. Will Wheaton does a better job at most things, but he's my personal internet hero, so you're not going to be able to tarnish his my engineering. My personal internet hero. Now there's a phrase. <laughs> Will Wheaton is my personal internet hero. Everyone's got to have one. I don't have an internet hero. Well, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> I guess the Old Spice guy is kind there of you go. <laughs> There you go. The Old Spice guy. He's kind guy. of a TV hero, though, so I don't know. It's hard to say. Um, so anyways, yeah, so they didn't announce... Really much of anything. I mean, the the new pieces of information can be counted on one hand. Yeah. The final class for Diablo 3, the Demon Hunter. Demon Hunter, or Huntress, I guess. The addition of PvP arena-style play for Diablo 3. Which they're not actually tuning Diablo 3 to, to be a PvP game. They're just putting the arena in so those that want to fight can fight. Right. Which I've... they're going to try and cut down on PKing, basically. Yeah. Which, I mean, come on, that's half the... <laughs> that, you're that's those, Diablo 3, that, right? You're no, but I accept it's part of the game. If you go out into the wilds of Battle.net, uh-huh. and you go in, and something, some game is called Noob Looking for Help, and there's just this random portal there, you don't take that portal. <laughs> <laughs> that you portal don't. leads to death and, and destruction. I mean... So what you're saying is, it's a trap! Yeah, because I used to do that all the time to people. Oh, that was so much fun. <laughs> like I said, we're one of yeah, those. You can Completely name your game like you know level one player looking for help, and you put a portal to hell. Yeah, <laughs> in oh, there, and so people would come through the portal and just get, and you leave like this mass of monsters around, so they just get obliterated. Then you went down, and you took their stuff. So <laughs> you, you're an ass. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Diablo one was just it was uh, it was every man for himself. It was the wild wild west. It was the wild west. You don't mess around there. That's awesome. And really, I mean, that's the sum total of the new, not known before information. And of course, the biggest thing that everybody wanted to hear about Diablo 3, they didn't announce. A release date. Release date. Yeah, or even a hint. Uh, More than half done is what... what All they they said. ...is their lead designer put it. But they did did announce the... um, the Demon Hunter. That was Ooh, yeah. right. Yippee the Huntress, freaky. which is one okay. of the less interesting-looking classes. It was saved actually. for last, probably because the one that they were least proud of. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it looked much like the Amazon. <laughs> is it like calling the person in Red Rover? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I Demon Huntress, come on, come on over. over. <laughs> Fine. Who who wants Demon Huntress on their team? Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll 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 give you the sorceress if you'll take the demon huntress. <laughs> 
So yeah, that uh, they've kind of changed their tune of that used to be. You know, we will only hold a BlizzCon when we have something to announce, and really, I don't think those things. Can, technically, I guess by the book, that was new information, but does it really warrant a convention? No. So it's, well, and they were caught in the middle. They they had announced before BlizzCon when Cata was going to release. Right. They shipped obviously StarCraft, Starcraft two, two this summer. And Diablo 3, they weren't in a position where they could announce a release date for it. So, what about this mystery IP? Mystery IP that's been in dev for over three years. And they, yes. they kind of have dropped hints that they're not going to talk about it for two more years. Right. At which, at which point, any technology that you started developing five years ago, by the time you get it to market, will be so hopelessly out of date, it has no chance of succeeding. Oh, yeah. Probably. Yeah. I mean, I've seen dev mm-hmm. studios go down this road before. Where the game engine itself is so horribly out of date. Oh, sure. By the time it ships. But eh, with an MMO, maybe they have more they, flexibility. Uh, you have to make it lower standard anyways, just because of the nature. Usually, you see the graphics are downgraded from like a crisis or something. Yeah, but they've been stepped... I mean, they've been slowly stepping it up. 401 sure. definitely pushed out a graphical update for... Wow. Yeah. I can tell you that because only since that, game, since that patch has shipped does my video card overheat. Yeah, well, I can tell you as well because I get to examine them in great detail when my entire screen freezes. Yes, exactly. When I put my mouse over anything with a gear. Ah, yes, <laughs> the gear bug. Uh, Beware, people, if you're in an instance yeah. or indeed in Wintergrass, as you discovered. Uh, and nobody's really – there's no blue posts and there's no acknowledgement of this problem. But everyone knows the problem because Headless Horseman event is going on. And you have to mouse over the pumpkin, which gives you the gear animation, which for a large percentage of players will freeze wow. Yeah. The minute, and you, you can mouse over a fish feast. You can mouse over a mage table, a warlock stone. Yeah. Anything that would bring the gear up will just hard lock your machine and you have to – Force the task to quit and start over from oh, scratch. Yeah. And, I mean, it's not like you need it for anything that's like a limited time event like Horseman. Oh, wait, you do need to do that. So uh, oh, no! Horseman runs become a game of not it while yeah. everybody stands back and just stares at the okay, pumpkin. Okay, so who's going to click it? Waiting for some sucker to go up and try their luck. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no! God. Oh. That, sucks. that does suck. I mean, I, love, I also I, I have to question a little bit of the timing of let's release a major, major patch and then go to BlizzCon. Right. <laughs> Take all the staff yeah. with us to go run BlizzCon. And who's taking the calls? Oh, that'd be Ed, the new guy. Right, right. Yeah. Um, oh, everyone say hi to Emperor in the IRC channel. Hi, hi Emperor. Emperor. I was listening to your show as I was driving home last night. Thank you for keeping me sane and out of the ditch. <laughs> um, and you're uh, a bigot. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we just, just thought we'd say that, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, I didn't listen to the show. So. No. Well, his, his co-host, um, Highlander, makes some flat-out racist comments uh, the show before last and gets Emperor in trouble every time because Emperor <laughs> sends the hate mail and the flame mail to Emperor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's always Highlander who goes off the rails because Emperor is, is a good Catholic boy and uh, Highlander is not. Um, <laughs> thus, there's a complete show hosting partnership there because right. between them, they're a complete person. <laughs> okay, but, but let's, let's be careful because good Catholic boy sometimes is an oxymoron. He's, he's that kind. He's exactly that go. kind. Because if you've ever listened to the Emperor's Court, and all the adults listening to this show should, uh, kids, no, don't go there. Uh, explicit tag for a reason. Way to, to have them all go there. That's good. Increased listenership. Awesome. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> 
they're not supposed to. Yeah, do yeah, that. yeah. Arch Nemesis is already so, yes. logging into Emperor's right now to yeah. download yeah. some stuff. I hate you all. Arch, Arch Nemesis, our, our six-month-old, she turned six months on Friday. Yes. Uh-huh. Yep. Currently Baby bouncing girl. on, on, on uh, Dax's lap. Yep. Yeah, Being no. all cute and happy. The Emperor's Court is not a show for the young. Exactly, Emperor, you are correct. Right. Of course, you put the show on, so you damn well better know that. True. Anyway, what the hell were we talking before we're that talking guy about, came We were out? talking about BlizzCon oh, yeah. and what we didn't learn. And, every, and just the timing. And the, the uh, Headless Horseman's uh, yeah. Not It you. game. Oh, and there was yeah. a, we saw the, you know, I haven't seen a lot of the ticket because I've been working, but we did see the opening ceremony, like yeah. Rail said, and then we saw the uh, costume contest. Yeah. Which I think that ghost chick got jacked. Yeah, she again, was really again good. they had completely... You can't fathom where these judges were coming from for their top five costumes when they announced. I mean, they had a parade again. Of everybody. You know, a hundred or so. And they had one girl who came out dressed as the ghost. The spirit healer? Oh, no. The ghost. ghost. Okay, the body armor. Yeah, with the sniper rifle. Okay. Full out the goggles. She had the funky eyes. I mean, look, Asian. I mean, she was... A ghost, and not in the top five. Um, you and neither know. was the spirit healer. The yeah, first spirit healer first was spirit freaking healer awesome. healer looked really good. There was a few others, and then they had a lot of people that it's just like, why did you... I mean, I understand you want to be a Drenai with the uh, the back. Right. Uh, you know, don't do the feet. Don't do the feet Just don't way. do the feet. Just don't, because every one of them had to have somebody help them out, and it took like five minutes for them to come down, because they made them walk down a ramp. Right. And then they had mm-hmm. to walk up steps to get off the stage. See, last year, <laughs> there was a great Drenai, and she actually had you know, right. professional stilts on, but she was like, knew how to move on. Yeah. These did not. And yeah. she was had no problem moving on. And she'd obviously practiced, yes. too. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, you remember that the the winner the year, not last year. I think it was year before last. Um, was the, the on the turtle. the turtle on the turtle? Yeah, yeah. 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 she was yeah. awesome. She, she was not she, there, not competing, not competing, but she was there. The she had the turtle again. Uh-huh. No, no, she was just in the audience. Okay. She was in the audience. Yeah. They made mention of the turtle, and then he said, "Oh wait, that's that was you." And he was pointing to somebody in the yeah. crowd. So I mean, but it was so cool to see again. There was a lot of fabulous costumes, as always. Uh-huh. I think the cosplay they do there, a lot of them put a draws lot of a lot of, in there. Lot of but obviously now they're monetizing it too because they said they had like three thousand dollars in prizes. Oh, this nice. Year. Right. So I mean, it's definitely becoming more of a, uh, you know an interest for folks to do. And then they had the da- dance contest. And so this mm-hmm. time you had the addition of the worgen and Goblin as viable dances now to do. Yeah. I was told, I had seen some chit chat going back and forth that some of the dances were pretty freaking amazing. This yeah. Year. Especially the guy who did the dwarf who did the whole yeah. uh, yes. Cossack dance, really mm-hmm. knew how to do the Cossack dance. Yes. Right, which, right. if you've ever seen, is an incredibly acrobatic experience. Yeah. Very, yeah. yeah. That requires some serious muscle. And, yeah. And Jay Moore was really good again. I don't like his banter with the... Uh, the girl because she was she didn't have bland. banter <laughs> she was she was she was bland TV was, jay, jay was carrying her yeah jay, yes yes he was carrying her oh, to he the uh things funny irc someone mentioned the turn off tooltips fix for the mouse over problem yeah it doesn't work for everybody right i tried it didn't you make uh, one damn bit of difference so same out just as quickly same. Turned off all my add-ons. No, yeah, no I, I heard somebody was t- saying it was a tooltip issue, and I tried to do the same thing and didn't yeah. work. It seems there doesn't, be, doesn't seem to be a hard and fast fix that works for everybody. Nope. So um, one of the lesser, not not announced during the, uh, at least I don't think it was down, announced during the, the opening ceremony, was the uh, Cataclysm is going to be a digital download. That is cool. Which is nice. 
Oh, yeah. Now, describe to people who may not understand what digital download means. Well, obviously, it's the same thing as using a Steam service or GOG or anything like that. Basically, you're going to be able to pre-order the game, and you're going to be able to start getting the information downloaded. Right, pre-downloaded. Pre-download. Lacking a couple of bits that actually turn it on. Exactly. And so then midnight release, you know, on the 7th, you're going to be able to get those last couple bits down and start playing pretty much as soon as the servers are up. Get right on those extremely stable and unoccupied servers. I mean, with this... (laughs) And it can only be more stable now. (laughs) You don't have to wait for people to drive home from, you know, EB Games or Best Buy or wherever. Now they're just click, bam, in there. So, but it does give you an option. Now, I will say I've been to two midnight releases. One of them sucked because it was outside. It was in the cold. I mean, Arizona cold, but still, it was was decently cold. It It was was like... No, it was like, it was freezing. It was because it was the middle of December for Burning Crusade. Um... And then we went did the last one last year where we were in Havasu, and yep. it was a big event, and that was a lot of fun. So there they, want, is they a, want us to come again, by the way. Yeah, I, I agree. And, I mean, I think there is something to be said for the experience of doing a midnight release if you got a, a good location and a good crowd of people. Surprisingly, the Havasu crowd, a lot, lot of, of fun. A lot of spirited ball players up there. Yeah. Who, who, who knew? Like Havasu, Arizona. No kidding. Yeah. So, well, and, and then obviously there are also, certain points where you say, what else am I going to do? I ain't touching that. Well, and like I'll, you just nothing mentioned but love, it, roadblock. Nothing in, but love. Uh, IRC, it, the it's a quiet place. The collector's edition, you're still mm-hmm. going to be stuck, probably going to the store for right. Yeah, if you want all the stuff with it, I mean, maybe you can get the the Digital download. game first and just walk in maybe the next day and pick up your collector's edition. I don't know. Well, I mean, if you look at the downloader revamp that they shipped with 4.0.1, it's a major change because it allows you to. They took the dynamic download client they had developed for the trial version. Right. Because they had a version where you could download just the bare bones of the WoW client, start playing very quickly. And then as you would travel into new areas, it would dynamically download the content on the go. Made for a choppy experience, but it, it achieved the goal of getting people from, I want to try this, to playing the game in the shortest time possible. So it was a sales tool. Well, they've taken that technology and put it into the downloader where... If you download enough of the new patch, it'll put you into an area where you can try to play and say the experience of play may not be optimal, but the game will launch. Or you can wait for the downloader to finish all the way and go for the regular gaming experience. Which, considering right now the experience isn't optimal, even with all of it downloaded, might as well start playing before (laughs) you got all the information. (laughs) And you know what? There's something to be said for just being around the masses of people that are similarly inclined. Well, not always for the horde, but yeah. Life bless you. Yes, exactly. But, you yeah. know, it's it's fun, and it doesn't happen a lot where a ton of geeks get together. So when you can do it, I oh, no. think it's a lot I'm all fun. for it. Yeah. yeah. So, hang on, oh. Hastings. But yeah. it's, I, I'm, I'm happy if, to see that as if, an option. If we can figure it out, and it looks like it's going to work from both the, the family side and the work side, then we'll do the Havasu thing this year. Well, no, this time I it's my turn. To it. I get to camp with the kids, and you get to go with them and have fun. Oh, Babysitting was offered. Yeah, we've been offered babysitting. Oh really? Uh yeah, read yeah, Facebook over there. sometime. Yeah. No, I don't put my face in the book. <laughs> put your face, face in, in the, the book. book. <laughs> Touch yes, the I, book with your nose. Jakar knew about Facebook before anybody else. Ah. <laughs> uh, so we'll keep you posted on those. So whether we are yeah. going to make it out to the launch party, uh, we'll definitely have you know some kind of versus the world production you know, all night. Fun goodness mm-hmm. going on the air, just saying, let's go play Cataclysm because we're all big WoW nerds. Right. Because as we know from last week, live on the air, Octail 
and Hordak resubbed to World of Warcraft. <gasps> no. Resubscribed. Yep, because Doc Dead owned up to the fact that he had bought the stimulus pack for whichever war oh, game it was. Uh, Modern Warfare, yeah. probably. So he's, I, I've stimulated Bobby, and they said, well, we've got two, too. So uh. Octel and Hordak have re-upped and are playing WoW again in, prepa- in preparation for the run-up to Cataclysm. Cool. <laughs> So I, um, because of it, I actually had you know, stuff to talk about. Um, yep. I saw them in Vegas for you know six or seven minutes yeah. while, while I could still think straight. And before the boobies, I mean uh, before dinner, the – oh, hi. Hi, honey. I love you. You're pretty. It was a joke. <laughs> Ooh, There's no establishments like that in Vegas. There's no boobies in Vegas. <laughs> She's giving me a look that just Boobies says, are outlawed in Vegas. That's crazy They will talk. never find the body. <laughs> <laughs> What do you want me to say? <laughs> You're saying it. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't translate well on air. No. <clears throat> so yeah, the uh, you know BlizzCon itself. I was kind of hoping you'd be sitting in Vegas and, and you know watching the various Twitter feeds. We had you know, Hiko and Railvus who recently joined Verse of the World. Yeah, we're there, right? And I was watching their Twitter feeds. Okay, what's the news? What's the news? What's the news? And it's like, okay, that's mm. uh. That would appear to be it. Yep. The, the rest of the tweets were just, you know, general, you know, we're having a good time in Anaheim kind of tweets. But yeah. I said, where's, where's the information, it's a, man? It, it's it's going to be a fun time. But oh, nonetheless, but yeah, you would like to see a little more information. I personally, I don't care that much about Tenacious D. I'm not a huge fan of theirs. But so I was sad. very sad to hear that Dave Grohl, who I am a huge fan of, was there to play huge. drums for them. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been pretty cool. I would have made the trip just for him. See, I mean, it's a significant time. I mean, the first time in their modern history, Blizzard has shipped two major titles in a one-year period. Yeah. Yeah. StarCraft II and Cataclysm are going out within the same year. That's a big deal. Right. It's no small amount of work. And for all the reports from the you know, violently open beta, also known as the advertising period, yeah. uh, Cataclysm seems to be in pretty good shape. It's not bad. Um, everything I'm reading and seeing says... They've undumbed down a lot of the content. Yes. Heroics mm-hmm. are, again, heroic. Yep. Mm-hmm. Without robbing, without taking away from content who people who don't want to do the super hard, there's going to be still plenty of cakewalk stuff to do to keep you entertained. Right. Well, they made an, an interesting announcement during one of the WoW panels was that for Wrath of the Lich King, they added like 1,200 or so quests, yes. I think, around mm-hmm. there. 3,000 this plus. one, it's plus yeah, 3,000 or more quests because of, they had to redo all the 1 through 80 as well. Right. At least They'd, a lot the of those. One through, the 1 to 60. Because yeah, the sorry. 70 to 80 stuff's all Outland, and Outland is completely untouched by this. Outland and uh, North, Northrend, Northrend are, which are pretty much untouched In by the this. future, they'd like to get it back into the continuity. But for now, that, that was the sacrifice they had to make, was leaving Outland and, and Northrend alone. Untouched, yeah. yeah. No, I'd, I'd rather they, they rework. And they were going in for the re- rework of the old world. Spend your time there. Yeah. I want, I want a new freaking world. Yeah, definitely. And well, but... I mean, they really didn't have to do... They wouldn't have had to do much to Outland. They might have had to change some text, um, quest text and things like that to get storylines straight. Yeah. But they didn't have to redesign graphics or redesign the world in Outland because you've gone through a portal into a demon dimension. Exactly. Northrend, on the other hand, would have been impacted potentially by weather changes caused by cataclysms and things like that. So you could see them having to do work on Northrend. Well, Um, the thought, though, is is that you've now, since you've 
done stuff to the old world, you've advanced its timeline. And so going to Outland, you're kind of going back in time to go deal with Illidan. Ah, who's uh, yes. already long dead. Who should be long dead because all the old world has been affected by Deathwing. So that's that's the only thought is yeah, that they a, like it's to a challenge. Sh- yeah, shift that over. Because while it's while it's one whole world, it's not really one it's not whole one world. world. It's all different spliced together at yeah. the moment. All right, yes. that brings us up against our next break. You are listening. Let's see what we got queued up here. I got a little Skull Crusher Mountain queued up for this one. Oh, so sorry, you guys don't have headphones. I blame Doc Dead. I blame Doc Dead. You are listening to Casually Hardcore. I'm getting ready to blame you. Live on Versus the World Radio. We'll be back. Or some of them will be back right after this. Secret lair on Skull Crusher Mountain. I hope that you've enjoyed your stay so far. I see you met my assistant Scarface. His appearance is quite disturbing. I assure you he's harmless enough. He's a sweetheart, calls me master, and he has a way of finding pretty things and bringing them to me. Mountain. So 
Maybe you could cut me just a little slack Would it kill you to be civil? I've been patient, I've been gracious And this mountain is covered with wolves Hear them howling, my hungry children Maybe you should stay and have another drink And think about me and you Versus the World Radio uses Typefrag Ventrilo servers. Try them out for free at www.vtwproductions.com. Once you've experienced their incredible sound quality of their high availability worldwide servers, sign up for your own vent server at typefrag.com. Use promo code VTW for a special deal. Try on all of their fantastic features, such as their money-back guarantee, instant setup over the Internet, web-based control panel, live chat support, and servers based around the world, so you can always find one that is near to where you like to play. Versus the World uses Typefrag, and so should you. www.typefrag.com, promo code VTW. Hello, I'm Oxtail. And I'm Gnomewise. Would you like to be a correspondent for VTWProductions.com? Well, if you do... Send an email to vtwsubs at gmail.com. That's vtwsubs at gmail.com. You have 937 messages, all of which are marked urgent. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Dot com. Now, soon, uh, on the wow topic still, very sad Sad thing happened in the patch. What's that? They patched out equestrian base jumping. Oh. Ah, yes. Now apparently, I heard that. if you mount up in a riding-only zone and ride your horseman's mount, <coughs> which I have now, by the way, um, <laughs> may or may not have gotten the very first day of the event and then gotten the second one on the same tune the next day. Oh. oh what a waste. Yep. Nothing, yeah, nothing what a world, what a world. more annoying when you've got three tunes at 80 that you're taking through and to get the damn mount twice on the same yeah. character. I, I, we talked about it. It happened to me during the, the what was it, the Brewfest. Right. I got that Kodo. 1,600 Kodos. Every time, but always on one character. Just yeah. The same character got the Kodo over and over again. Yeah, so I've got the Death Knight. Uh-huh. Where I'm, where I wanted, I want to come out the other end of the event here with the mount, the helm, and the sword. Right. Uh, I got the sword yesterday. Okay. So I got the pumpkin sword. Good. Just for the sake of, I have one of those as well. Um, I pop it in battlegrounds. Yeah, just <laughs> for the sheer unadulterated hell of it. <laughs> um, 
and I'm waiting on the helm and, and the horse, right. and I've got the rogue gnome wise who is just waiting for the horse. Yeah. And Night Sky just keeps getting the damn horse. Damn horse, or, yeah. <laughs> I have four characters, and I have not seen the horse on any of them, so hey, there, take there, yourself. There, there. I Which mean, would I mean, be I mean, as frustrating <laughs> if I didn't freeze every time I went in the damn battleground <laughs> or the, the boss fight. Yeah. That's right. Just don't touch the pumpkin. Sheesh. Don't touch the pumpkin. Oh, yeah, exactly. Bad, don't, bad touch, bad touch. Bad touch, bad touch. Don't cry. All right. So, yeah, apparently the mixed in there with the making all of your mounts the same speed, uh-huh. where now it's all simply based upon what your riding skill is, will dictate what speed your mount goes in at. Um, gotcha. You don't, you know, the, all the mounts are exactly the same. If you've got 310 flying skill and you summon a flying mount, you fly at 310. If you've got the epic riding skill and you summon a mount, you're at 100% speed increase. Right, it doesn't matter right. what the mount is anymore. So now it's all about the skill, which you can now just buy. <sighs> which little, takes away a little prestige. Action little there. prestige gone. A little EP reducing. Yep. So. <laughs> but mixed in there, they also fixed the whole, when you do the riding flying mount combo meal, you can't plummet to your death from Dalaran anymore. Oh, Damn it. Oh, oh, I know, I know. That was the whole point. Exactly. Well, at least we have the story still. <laughs> yeah, we do. And then in the old days. In the old days. Back in my day, when you summoned a flying mountain, yeah. on my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> and then get off my lawn. So, and we are reduced to, I have a an arch nemesis drinking a bottle in my arms. Mm-hmm. Um, How's and your patching doing? Uh, it looks like it's about a third of the way done. Yeah. 401 was <laughs> a bit of a, a large patch. patch. It's, yeah. it's going to take it a while. It, it's, uh, yeah. I don't know if I'm actually going to make it to a dance party this show. It sucks. Though at least uh, the fact that we're still broadcasting while you're downloading uh, is ta- testament to the repair guy from Cox Communications that came last week and actually made my internets work properly. So shout out to Cox Communication Repair Dude. For coming here and actually acknowledging, yes, things were screwed up on their end, and no, despite their repeated uh, assertions that it was my modem, it was not, in fact, my modem, and mm. everything is now sunshine well, and kittens. we've been having yeah. the same issue. I'm not too happy with Cox Communications at the moment. No, there was the I. Same how, issue. How's, yeah. how's your connection Well, going? mine was Thursday night. It went down, and totally, both my phone and my internet. So I talked to him, did all the troubleshooting garbage and then they said okay well obviously it looks like we have a problem in your area or you know you're having a problem we'll send somebody out so next morning i get a call saying oh no it was an outage in your area we fixed it everything Uh, is cool you're good okay fine saturday night the exact same thing happened phone and internet and i call him up and i get this guy and he goes well let's unplug your router and i'm like no. My, my <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. What, what does that have to do with my phone? Yeah, I'm like, both my cable and my phone is out. My, my internet, my high-speed internet, which is connected through one modem, and my phone, which goes through a totally different modem, is out. There is no way my router is causing yeah. my phone not to work. Exactly. <laughs> so, Stop reading from the yeah. free ring binder. And I'm like, this just happened a day ago, and you guys said, me culpa, it was our fault the next morning you called me. Well, we don't see an outage in your area. Exactly! That's what you said to Ta-da. Days ago. <laughs> so, Do not make me come down there and yeah. kill you. So we'll see how that resolves itself. But, yeah, so I'm not too thrilled with them at the moment. <laughs> Neither was I, because I had gone several rounds with them uh, before. And it was one of those annoying things where it was just 
stable enough. Yeah. And it, for me, it never crossed over onto the uh, telephone side. It was always strictly on okay. the data side. And they finally – and what's weird about these most cable modem systems is I've discovered over the years from experiences here and experiences at friends' houses is the components, especially the ones out in the pillars, mm-hmm. are temperature sensitive. Oh, really? And we have enough of a temperature swing summer to winter right. here where they sometimes have to come out twice a year to swap out components for different resistance levels oh. to accommodate weather. That's interesting. I was having that conversation with the tech while he was here, and he says, yeah, I'm going to swap out your three-way uh, splitter again outside and saying, yeah, it's winter, isn't it? He's kind of smiled knowingly at me and said, uh-huh. So I guess I'll see you again in the spring, perhaps. Yeah. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah. It is, I, I had a friend up north who had Cox Communications, and after they planted a bush near the pillar in front of their house, uh-huh. and the bush grew enough to shade it during the summer, they could finally stop having the components swapped out twice a year. Oh, wow. So That's really funny. Physics kids, learn about it, because it may fix your internet one day. Uh, I guess yep. we'll keep an eye on it. Because, yeah, it's... Uh, all right. But, yeah, make them come out. Beat them with a stick. Yeah. And make them yeah. Fix well, I have that assurance thing, so they come out, from, you know. Yeah, this, the, the irony here is because of electricity instability at my office building, uh-huh. um, where they had the backhoe out and were digging up the parking lot to find the hole in the main lead coming into the building, Ooh. Um, I had brought the 24-7 server here. Right, right. Just in time for my cable modem <laughs> to begin taking a dump every other day. Oh, jeez. So, yeah, yeah, God hates versus the world radio 24-7, apparently. Oh, don't say that. I have evidence. God doesn't take sides. Okay, I'm glad. Yeah. Um, the devil so, hates us. <clears throat> well, now, see, if, if it was true that you were hated, then you would not have had your faith in humanity both destroyed and restored in one day. Well, I, um, I know I'm hated because I have had the audacity to express an opinion on the internet. So somebody hates me. I know it. <laughs> um, so I have an email. Isn't you, that the segment we're in? We are in that segment. You so. girl. This email is entitled, Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so while playing some Battlegrounds in 4.0 with a friend of mine, we stumbled upon a fellow listener. Reverts Arcane Blast hits Ambrosia Whisperwind for 26,412 Arcane. 12,982 overkill. Critical. <laughs> Sorry, Ambrosia. Mage damage is silly. Feeling bad and hope a short shout-out ma- Hope a shout out makes up for it. This from Breakpoint Level 80 Multiclasser. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Whoopsie. <laughs> Mage damage is a little okay. Mage damage moment. is silly. 401 has broken a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> in, a fun, in a fun, fun way. It, yeah, I mean, yeah. I... I uh, I have some thoughts on that, but we'll, we'll keep going through emails. I have some emails. thoughts on and that. And actually, here's, he here's an email that, that yeah. I gave the result from. And let me give the credit here. It's, hey, Casualties, just a quick note to tell you about a side effect of the patch I discovered last night. I'm sure we all remember the epic story of Gwen's fateful leap from the Dalaran sewers on his new horseman's mount last year because he didn't remount in a flight-capable area. Well, it turns out you no longer have to do that. I have the mount as well, mounted up back by the jewel crafting shop in Dalaran, rode out to the flight path, hit the space bar, and to my surprise, I kept rising skyward. I've done it twice just to make sure. It looks like the Blizz has finally fixed the scaling mounts. Love the show. That from Deathformer. Cool. And end <laughs> to equestrian base jumping. So sad. Yeah, All too right. bad. So sad. I got one here. <clears throat> Hit it. This is Rogue Specs. Hello, Casually Hardcore crew. I am a 180 kind of guy. I have an 80 Undead Warrior that I've played consistently since Burning Crusades came out. 
and nothing else. Lately, I have become curious about the rogue. Rogue curious. He's rogue curious. And why they are so good at PvP. So I have started a rogue, and now that I'm level 31 and stats become more and more important, I'm not sure which stats, beside crit and agility, I need to stack for PvP. Any help would be appreciated. Thanks. And unfortunately, no name given for a character. But nonetheless, uh, well, obviously resilience. I mean, that's if you're doing PvP, you got to have that. That's probably your big stat that you want to have. Stack stupid resilience. Yeah. Yep. I mean, nothing makes PvP noticeably like Bearable. this is the most frustrating experience in the world to, oh my God, I'm having fun. And right. when you get like a good amount of resilience going, yeah, because um, you, you stick in a fight for more than a hit. Yeah. I, I think you do need. I, I'm not by no, by no means a PvP expert. I think you need some small level of hit. Yeah, hit is important. Uh, to be able to make sure all your attacks land. Um, you know, obviously they've, they've slimmed down a lot of the stats. So. Even more so with Cataclysm because yeah. we're going to drop stats when that thing actually ships. Yeah. Thank God. So, I mean, right now, resilience uh, and then agility is your, your primary stat as a rogue. Run stupid amounts of uh, heroic randoms. Mm-hmm. Get your justice points mm-hmm. and buy the top tier PvP match set off the vendor that you can. Well, the, yeah. the godlike gladiators set of whatever. Well, Wrathful right now, which is like anything 1800 or less rating or 2000 or less rating. You can't buy 2000, I'm sorry. So 1800 you can buy right now without the rating from the arena vendors uh, with honor. Right. So that's obviously you're level 31. So that's ways away, but that that's available except for the shoulders because those are rated 2000. So you can't buy those. Um, if you, if you've got the level 80 character, you can send the um, PVP based account heirloom. Here, yeah. Which have resilience and the various bonuses on them. Definitely. So you can get heirloom weapon, She's heirloom shoulders, you. heirloom chest, and if you buy it or are really lucky on the fishing, the heirloom ring. Right. And they're all, they have, they have PvP versions of all of these things that uh, one of their major stats that scales is uh, resilience. Yeah. So there you go. Some options. Yep. So, Docs, you got a mail? Oh, yeah. I have a mail. Um, this is from our original Finpin. Finpin. From the map here. I'm going to have to visit someday. But dropped Finland, by... Finland, Finland, Finland. I know. That'd be the cool. country that I'd like to be. Anyway. Alrighty then. <laughs> Drop by to inform that I have fallen off the smoke-free wagon <laughs> yet after four weeks and to tell Grail that he's not alone on the Fallout reroll syndrome. I rerolled the first three times Fallout 3 because I couldn't recall anything from the previous Fallout games. So I picked all the wrong stats and skills. Question, have you guys played Dragon Age Origins? I really loved it since for me it seemed like WoW and Fallout had a beautiful baby and it grew up to be a superhero <laughs> slash supermodel. A beautiful baby. <laughs> and this is from Kelp Troll Rogue from Anchorage EU. That be all man. That be all man. So Dragon Age Origins? I think you're the only one who's played, right? I beat. I finished it with a mage type character. It was like my mage tank. And uh, I've started to go back through it with a rogue character, but I didn't get too far. Um, so, and I haven't really done anything with the various expansions and you know downloadable content. So, it's it, it is a, it's a great game. It's just oh. it's a huge time sink. <laughs> I, I was going to say I've wanted to play it, but there's been no time. It eats a lot of time. No it's the time. One with the, uh, the dwarf I like. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Enchantment? Enchantment. Enchantment. <laughs> See, I've yeah. never played the game, and even I know that. Oh, okay. Dwarven crack. Well, that's because you're a dwar- dwarven crack. 
<laughs> crafts, like, but nonetheless, it, it sounds, sounds like, like dwarven crack. crack. I was like, did that guy just say? <laughs> Put down um, the pipe, stay away, away from, from the, the crack. crack. Your hero has a good story about that. Well, he knows the voice actor. Yeah. <laughs> he does a passable oh. imitation of him, and that's why I know that. That's because ex- I listen to Radio Free Burrito. There you go. And I listen to my own personal internet hero, Will Wheaton. Yes. Do his imitation of, and John meant. <laughs> so yeah. I have an email. You go, sure. girl. Uh, this is entitled, Gnome Thinks He Has the Worst Pugs. Final, let you have that one. Dear Gnome, Io, and the rest of the crew, long-time listener, first-time writer, and I just wanted to start out by saying I love the show. Well, thank you. We love you. You're um, A while ago, I heard Gnome talking about his luck with pugging with the Looking for Group system. Well, I think I have one that can top most stories. When this system came out, I decided to host a flirt run, in quotes, where me tanking on my dwarf prot pally and three other members of my guild would go into the system and semi-RP hit on with the lucky fifth group member. For our very first run, we get heroic culling of strat. Our lucky winner was a DK who was wearing half DPS and half tanking gear with the frost resist set that was for, at the time, SAF. This was where the fun begins. We started to flirt with our newfound friend, and it apparently flew right over his head. About halfway through the instance, he finds out that our server is an RP server, well, technically RP PvP, but RP nonetheless, and asks us if we would like to RP through the rest of the instance, and we sadly deny his request. Then, when we finish, he says that we are awesome people, and he will look us up if he ever wants to make a character on our server. Hope this brightened your day a little. <laughs> this from Winfrey, the immortal level 80 mage, Twisting mm. Nether US. I don't understand. I'm not touching it. <laughs> I really don't. Every, it's, it's just another example of how everyone can find their own unique way to play this game. And enjoy it themselves. Uh-huh. Wow. Okay. I'm confused, but all right. Damn. I mean, I, I guess flirt, I right? sort of get the oh. idea. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know if I've done one with flirting, but you do ones where you have like four of you in the same guild. You all know right. each other, and you get that fifth person in. Fifth wheel. And you try yeah. to bring them, you know, it's because you have your own inside jokes and mm-hmm. stuff. So you try to bring them in and, you know, have fun with that person who's kind of the, the new face. Uh, so I get that. I just have never gone in purposely saying, right. I can't wait to get that fifth person in because we're going <laughs> to do gonna, stuff to we're them. We're going to do stuff, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to touch them in the bad way. Yeah, like, <laughs> they're going to remember our names. Uh, that's wow. funny. Our, name will be, our names will be spoken in hushed tones on the interwebs. Oh, God, you got in a pug with them. But anyway. <laughs> All right. Did you have an email? I do. I have one called Tier 11 and Murphy's Law. Mm. Ah. Hey, CH crew. I just got the chance to finally listen to your newest cast, and I got to the part where Gwen and Nomar babbling about the Tier 11 gear, and all the gear-related frustration popped up again from the first time I saw the new gear sets some days ago. Short story, in every expansion, I took one character completely focused on that particular tune. In classic, it was my beloved female human, now a male gnome, mage. In BC, I switched sides and played a Torin chain healer. I guess that would be a chamois. And in Wrath of the Lich King, I went on again with my boom diata mage. Now I know everything is flammable. <laughs> Some time ago, we took a look within our guild, the different roles for future 10-man raids, and discussed who would like to do what with which twink. My decision was quite easy. Uh, I had info that the Dwarven Shamans are playable with Cataclysm. And to be honest, a lightning-hurling, lava-bursting, frost-shocking, bearded battle ant with chin-high, brightly glowing axes around him? Who could say no to this? 
with this picture in my mind, I'll start with the. Uh, I thought I'll start with patch four x x to gear up my shaman again and wait, widely grinning from ear to ear for the race change with the following patches or the expansion. Then came Bubui. Uh, ah, B o u b o u. I know. Oh, I guess that's the name of the poster Bubui. and the tier eleven models. And I thought Murphy was right and an asshole. Until this very minute, I was ashamed to show the helmet on my mage because the T10 model, I can't <laughs> stand that thing a bit. Yeah, it's pretty bad. With the image of Shaman Tier 11 gear on my mind, I don't think I could ever show my whole Shaman in public again. Ever. Even this deranged-looking Warlock helmet has way more style than this. The mage gear, instead, is absolutely awesome in every way. Great old-school Medivh-style ruined robe with a flaming red skull as mask. Go beat up some trash mobs. I'll burn down the bosses myself. Although I think this thing would look nice on a... I do not think this thing would look nice on a dwarven mage. But plans are plans, and I'll bite my way through Tier 11 and hope for Tier 12. At least the elemental spec is quite nice at the moment. It feels like a Gatling gun on speed. Hmm. Narf. So long, and thanks for your wonderful work. Best wishes from Germany, Simon, deep-fried fire gnome, soon lightning-hurling thunder dwarf on Gul'dan EU. P.S. A little shout-out to my guild, underestimated. The dry season will be over soon, guys. Mm. Thank you, Simon. Awesome. Booyah. Lightning-hurling okay. dwarf. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I definitely want to make a uh, dwarf shaman. That yeah. sounds awesome. I have... I have one to read. Okay. You no girl. dance party. QQ. Uh, blame Unhappy the, blame face. The, blame the, the background downloader. <laughs> First, to call back to earlier, Mickey's lawyer says to him, divorcing Minnie over mental illness. I got to say, that's kind of cold-hearted. Mickey scowled and replied, I didn't say she's crazy. I said she's effing goofy. Uh, <laughs> well, if nobody's going to be there in game, maybe I'll go work on some homework while I listen. Or we're in a few random dungeons. Dot, dot, dot. Love you, Nuj. Uh. Sorry, Nuj Kildare. I would be there if I could. There wasn't even going to be a show today at all, so just be content with what you're getting. I'm trying. trying. They always want more. (laughs) They want it all. They want it now. They want it free. I have a shout-out from Facebook. Okay. Shout. I have a shout-out to Acta Sanctorum on the Nomorgon server, Alliance Side. And this is from Faramir, level 80, Holy Pally. Holy pally, Batman! Holy pally, Batman! Cool. All right, got uh, another email here. Hit it. This is Gold Buyer's Remorse. Oh? Uh? I started playing again after about two years of not playing WoW and decided to start a new character. Since when I had last quit, I had given all my gold away and sold everything. I was to start off fresh on his new server, by the way. Naked. I decided to buy a thousand gold no. to start me off, quote. I have since listened to your show and now realize how crappy (laughs) gold sellers are and how bad they are for the game economy and gameplay overall. I wanted to apologize to someone. Not that it really matters. It just makes me feel better. And ask what I should do with it. Keep it, give it away, or what? Signed, Anonymous. Uh, um, You know, you you spent the money on it. So I would say, you know, do do what, what makes you feel best stand if in the you, middle of your capital city and say 
Make people do a scavenger hunt. Yeah. Give away First person to find me, I don't know. Yeah, just some crazy crap or put on a little event or... Bring me six pieces of peace bloom and a mug of wine and I will give you a thousand gold. (laughs) Find an awesome guild and put it in their guild bank, you know? Join a random guild, put a thousand gold in their bank, and then (laughs) G-quit. Just to screw with the minds. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Roll a new character, send the gold to that tune. (laughs) Join a guild or start a guild. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dump a thousand in the bank and G quit and delete the character. I don't suggest <laughs> just mess with people's minds. I don't yeah. suggest you start a guild. It's way expensive. Yeah, You'll have true. no gold left after this you is do true. it. Yeah. yeah, let's not. Um, <laughs> you know, honestly, random acts of kindness are never a bad thing. No. So you could just, you know, hey, here you go, dude. Little karma. Never yep. hurt anybody. Send it out yeah. into the universe. See what comes back to you. Yeah. By the way, I do think it's funny that he created his own email. Did you see the yeah. email address that Captain it's from? Jean-Luc yes. Picard. Yes. yes. Jean-Luc Picard has emailed us. Yes. He's using it to hide his shame. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> hide your shame. Now, this one, this, the title of this email has my attention. Sure. This is Fried Food Tech. tech. Yep. Mm. Mm-hmm. The Texas State Fair has been a pioneer in fried food technology. The corn dog was invented here by Fletcher's. They still make them by hand, and they are great. Last year, a vendor had deep-fried butter. butter. Frozen butter, yeah. dipped in batter, and fried. This <laughs> year... disgusting. That is horrible. <laughs> that is just... Oh, wow. my God. That is horrifying on a molecular oh level. Oh, my God. Ugh. And then this year, there was deep-fried Frito pie. Fritos, chili, and cheese dipped in batter and fried. Deep-fried Pop-Tarts. A s'mores Pop-Tart coated in peanut butter, dipped in batter, and fried. <laughs> wow. Served topped with whipped cream. Oh. Oh, God. Deep-fried beer. Yeah. Shinerbach beer in a pretzel shell, like ravioli, then fried. That from Silmall Orc Warlock. Wow. They My be, heart. I'm having a heart yeah, attack just listening to this. Responsible for how many deaths in, in the greater Texas area? Well, I saw the one. I, I saw a story about the, the deep fried beer. And one of the best comments, one of the first comments on there is, all you need to do now is wrap it in bacon. <laughs> <laughs> and you have probably the best food ever made. Yep. I did see on one of the, the Food Network shows they do uh, Best Thing I Ever Ate. They bring in all their celebrity chefs just to show off. Oh, yeah. They show off the different talent. They're basically advertising for these various places. But one of them was the deep fried show. And, of course, they had in there the deep fried bacon. Oh. Where you not only, you know, heat the, the, you know, let it fry in its own bacon. You just put it straight into the deep fryer. (laughs) And apparently it's heavenly. I'm sure. And a version that was bread and a a version that was not. Oh, my God. All right. (sighs) Giggity, giggity, giggity. Deep fried butter. Why? Oh, for the love of God, why? I know. I'm sorry. That's I can't just... unknow that. I need to unknow that. That's, yeah. Yeah. Brain bleach. Someone, please. <laughs> Aisle four. Brain scrub. I want to get, I also want to thank uh, some of the Facebook fans I put on, on there, whether they would prefer for me to be Jessica or, um, Jessica from True Blood or yep. Poison Ivy for mm-hmm. Halloween. And so far, it's tied. Come on, guys. <laughs> I mean, really? <laughs> Indecision does not become you. <laughs> that I, I'm, I'm going to vote. <laughs> I go Jessica. From True Blood? Yeah. 
But, you know, I have to admit that I'm one of those people that likes the lazier costume. Ah, uh, yeah. And I think that, that Jessica would be an easier costume to Oh, Jessica's to put. definitely yeah. easy. There's absolutely no work to it at all. Yeah. Yeah. Versus Poison Ivy. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of work for that right. costume. Concealing yeah. all your naughty bits with just vines. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, no. My vote. My vote. It's going to be a little <laughs> more PG than that. Well, then why do it at all? <laughs> Jessica, it is. <laughs> Look at that. See, you, all you had to do was ask. This is a man who really doesn't want to get laid. Ever. <laughs> I'll be in the car. From the Black Void via the Barry Von Awesome from Cupcheck. Shout out to my roommate, Mitsui, for paying my WoW subscription so I can stay sane and have a few hours to zone out while I'm home alone. jeez. Oh, LOL. That brings us up to our next and final, final break for the evening, afternoon, day, morning, night. Any of those things are possible because this goes all around the world. And I'm looking at Nemesis perched on top of our kitchen table next to his... Ginormous pumpkin. pumpkin. Ginormous pumpkin that will be carved after radio is done. It actually wasn't. That was that was a four ninety nine pumpkin. They the- had pumpkins at the store that were 80 bucks. Was it bigger than the van? It know. was as Seriously. big as the grocery cart. Okay. That, uh, I'm I not- guess 80 bucks, but dang. I was a little... That's a lot of pumpkin pie. I, I, Our pumpkins always go bad before we can make pie. Yummy. Pie? Pies come from cans. Pie? I am thankful for ice cream and pie. Pies come from cans? Occasionally. Ew. Deep fried pie. <laughs> oh. A slice of pumpkin pie, breaded and deep and fried. deep fried. <laughs> <laughs> served with ice cream and whipped cream. And a fish be, feast. Might be better than deep fried. fried. Yeah. <laughs> served with creme fraiche and ice cream. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Our RSS feed is created and maintained by RSS feed creator from JitBit Software. Check them out on the web at www.jitbit.com. They have a fine array of products, including RSS feed creator, which we happily, happily use to bring this podcast to your ears. We'll be back right after a little bit more Jonathan Colton with I Feel Fantastic. Because, in fact, I do. Get up early when the sleeping pill wakes me. Take a wake-up pill to fill with energy. I power on hard and I check my messages. But I don't have any messages. I take a driving pill and head to my car. I drive around the because work isn't very far. I call my phone and I check my Fantastic, and I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think of how I felt that day, when I felt the way that I do right now, right now. I feel fantastic, and I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think of how I felt that day, when I felt the way that I do right now, right now, right now. Work is anything but quiet these days. I try to mitigate my concentration aids. See the day unfold in front of me So I take the stairs and hit the gym The phone is ringing when I get to my desk The bus is stinging, it's now a sharp pain in my chest So I take a calm and next and just chill And then it's time for lunch again All I know is work is easy When you don't stress out about deadlines All I know is I take my medicine I always take my medicine And I feel fantastic And 
good as how I do right now Except for maybe when I think of how I felt that day When I felt the way that I do right now Right now I feel fantastic And I never felt as good as how I do right now Except for maybe when I think of how I felt that day When I felt the way that I do right now Right now I am Gnomewise. And you are listening to VTWProductions.com. Versus the World Radio. Casually Hardcore continues live on the aforementioned Versus the World Radio and the afore, afore, aforementioned VTWProductions.com. Booyah. Now, Daxa was saying we need to point out the various stores, and we have, I think, at least two different stores available on btwproductions.com. One on the Casually Hardcore page, one on the Octail and Hordak versus the World page, mm-hmm. both powered by Spreadshirt, mm-hmm. where you can find all kinds of fun swag. apparently an increasing number of pieces of swag yes. to wear to your favorite geeky event and or gathering in Vegas, because <laughs> Octail and Hordak were wearing their store gear. Oh, were they? Cool. Oh, yes. Uh, Doc Dead was in the LMFAO noob with 27 exclamation nice. points in the back of it. Yes, right. That's how smart I am. Um, and then the, other, the next day, Octail was wearing his Penny Arcade one, which is Want to Sell Epic Wang times one PST. Nice. So, while not technically from our store, the one the day before was. Yes, yes. So we're going to pimp out the store. Yes. Check out our Spreadshirt stores and all the fine pieces of art that can be turned into wearable items to go out there and spread the good word about Versus the World Productions. Yes. And if you have a friend who has not been exposed to VTWProductions.com, I would ask you, why not? Him or her. We have video evidence that there are women on the interwebs and they have found Versus the World Productions. That is true. She's wearing her... Her chapeau. Asian hat today. Chapeau. That's that white white man's chapeau. There you go. She's been raiding Scarlet Monastery. On the PSP? A little bit. (laughs) <laughs> she is just that epic <laughs> I guess so Hi Copy, how you doing? Uh, Careful, Doc Dead is stalking you But you uh, knew that <clears throat> So, check out the stores And all the fine swag available therein We get a tiny, tiny cut from every sale That helps power the station While you're at it, you might check out the various donation pages All over the website Get behind the show or shows that you love the most, send us a couple of bucks and we'll go forth and buy things to make us be able to do more and better, more frequent and 
more better shows. Apparently, what we need is to buy extras of everything in case Stock Dead ever visits. Yeah. <laughs> I keep inviting them to Phoenix, and they keep saying, sure, let's do it, yay, and then cricket, cricket. They should come cricket, for Havasu. Hey, come here, visit, road trip. You can even you know, loop back through the Grand Canyon area, and they can do the whole touristy thing, too. Yeah. It is definitely picturesque. Yeah, go see London Bridge and do the launch party. Hope you guys are listening. Yep. Bitches. Anyway. <laughs> so uh, class, I class. have on I see. thanks to our research team. Research team this week Very consisting much. of, I still don't know how to pronounce the name, E-I-D, I'd, I'd Id, Eid. Sure. Uh, Deus Ex, Underling, None Left. Sasulian or Sekulian, another one I have never figured out. Sekulian. Boba Fetish have all brought forth many links, left side and even side, for us to bring to your attention. And what have you found? And uh, Sekulian provided a link for Gnome on how to beat demon souls in under an hour. Yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah. Just, just, just rub salt in the wound. <laughs> Sorry. Doesn't that just require you to that start? De- oh, you did actually yeah. start playing it. Yes, you? I started trying to play it, and all that revealed was I have a defective PS3 that has massive video tearing issues, and it's out of warranty. Sweet. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? It's Love Sony. Unplayably bad. I guess I'm just happy that it works as a Blu-ray player because that's yeah. all I'm getting. Oh, that's terrible. Shoot me now. So yeah, about a week ago I finally said, okay, I'm going to play this damn thing. Watch the intro movie. Got into the gameplay section. What is this? What was with the, this can't be right. I got the streamers and things tearing off the character and phantom walls appearing and, of course, being attacked from behind the phantom walls by... Staggering thingies. I don't know. But I'm not bitter. <sighs> and of course, in other news, um, there was a, uh, a link provided um, from the GameInformer.com. And it was every RPG ever, the flowchart. Yes. Um, and that was actually kind of cool. And if you're listening to the podcast, IRC is going to get the link from the Barry Von Awesome here. If you're listening to the podcast, go to these... Casually Hardcore page, and in the show notes will be copies of all of these links for you to peruse. So you can actually save and download the high-resolution flowchart and actually have it. Um, and so it's completely available to you. And I'm sorry, it just looks kind of cool. They did a good job it with it. It is really cool. Mm-hmm. Very neat. Now I have a news item from here that is very close to my heart because it's a kind of technology that I follow. Uh-huh. Student hides Rick Astley's song in paper. No. That's amazing tech. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. I hate you all. Uh. No. <laughs> the fact that Google is rolling out Google TV. And it's going to be a, a very nice service, either in a set-top box or integrated into the television. And will help people do this thing that I've been encouraging to them to do for many, many years, which is to bring the internet to their television. Right. And mm-hmm. various companies have tried this. You know, TiVo has versions of it. Xbox 360 has versions sure. of it. Uh, Google TV looks to be a really good effort of getting a really nice interface so you can you know, sit on your sofa with a remote like you're used to and get access to a combination of your regular broadcast TV, your DVR, and then any kind of major streaming media you want to get. Mm-hmm. right on your TV in the format that is most useful for the household. So, of course, what do the three major networks do but begin blocking the device as soon as it ships? Right. Awesome. Of course. Guys, pay attention here, and I know you're listening. 
this is not the way to win viewers, okay? This is how you alienate viewers and create pirates, by being complete corporate tool tards, and that's exactly what you're being here. This technology is here. It is mature. People are going to use it. Given. Let them stream it. Let us consume the media how we want to consume it. You can't control how we consume. Stop trying. All it does is marginalize your product more and more and more. You keep doing this, and one day you will find out that no one cares about network television anymore. Because we will have gone with all of the content providers that stayed with the times and got better than you. Yep. And there's more of them out there every single day. Well, and this is, I mean, what Google has done is just made it easy. Yes. They've brought a whole bunch of the services together. Basically, the quote from it, with Google TV, it's selling convergence for dummies. Yep. Because there are already... Somebody needed to do it, and they did it well. There are already other ways to patch your computer and to get everything that you need. And we do it now. We watch things on Hulu. We watch things on streaming Netflix. We watch things... We've done it. How long have I had a media center on here? This is Exactly. This is just clean. Yep. Um, And it is one of the things, again, Google scares me um, at certain points because it's, you know... Everything that Google knows is everything, mm-hmm. and that can make you kind of can be scary at a time. But at the same time, I agree with you wholeheartedly on the networks. They're just being stupid. Yeah. Um, they need to go and sit down and talk with their IT geeks and figure out what this internet is all about <laughs> and kind of catch yeah. up with the times here. Zanith and Emperor Sorry. in the IRC are making a good point. You know, we really don't care about network TV now. They do you know, occasionally make a good gem, but don't forget that a lot of the cable networks that we do like the content from are ultimately owned by these major networks. So NBC sure. Universal. Right, like fall- USA. USA is NBC. Sci-Fi yep. is NBC. And you know, Sci-Fi Channel, despite my hatred for them going down the, the road of Sifi, yeah. still Sifi. make you know, a couple of nice. They make Eureka and they make Stargate Universe. Right. Which, you know, Stargate Universe, when a show can make me like it, despite me actively trying not to like it, <laughs> you're doing something right, right with your storytelling at that point. Because I sat down to Stargate Universe incredibly cynical, like, oh God, they're milking it again. And this is on the heels of Stargate Atlantis, which was uh, laughable. Yeah. yeah. That Bad. wasn't good at all. It started out with a wonderful premise, and then they went absolutely nowhere with it. Right. Yep. And we're into our second season of, or is it second half of the first season? I forget how they've divvied it up because they sliced their seasons up weirdly. No, it's the second season. Um, second offering of Stargate Universe. And they've not backed off on their premise one bit. And it's continuing to be dark and strange and not at all pleasant. And I am loving it. Cool. And that's still, ultimately, when you follow the food chain back is a network behind all of right, that. Right, right. So they're doing enough right where I don't want them to evaporate completely, at least until their replacements are in place. Well, We're, we see this stuff, though, with any time there's new technology or new technology going into the mainstream that most companies 
try to fight against it and try to limit it. And then you get the ones that decide, well, instead of that, we're going to embrace it. And they're the ones that then tend to make the most money off of it. Uh-huh. And the other ones just hemorrhage. Yep. And same thing we saw with MP3s, with most record labels, the RAA, fighting against it, fighting against it. And then Apple said, we're just going to mar- market it. Yeah. And make it, and we'll figure out a way to make money off this digital uh, music, and thus you have iTunes. Yeah, and iTunes now has turned around, Apple's turned around, and eventually said, you will re- release an option for MP3 with no DRM. Right, right. Mm-hmm. We'll let you charge an extra 10 cents, but you will do this if you want to remain on the iTunes music store, and of course they capitulated. Yeah, of course. So there are times when Steve Jobs is not the devil. Yeah, no, I um, agree. He occasionally uses his, his powers but, for good. I mean, we see this a lot of times when, Mark, you know, you need this. One of these networks, or maybe it'll be one of the lesser networks, comes up and needs to try to embrace it and figure out how can we make this work and make money off of it, and then that'll set the new standard. Until that happens, then, yeah, you're going to have these type of games played uh, with Google and anybody else that tries to release a easy-to-use uh, media center, for lack of a better term. Yeah, they've been try- they've been kind of thrashing around trying to achieve that for a while. And sure. Uh, this could be the big one. It's got the Google name on it and also seems to be well-designed. Yeah. And it had, and still has, access to the content that people want. Right. Um, people right. are getting very spoiled by, basically, you can get anything you want on demand now over the internet. Oh, yeah. And now that that genie is out of the bottle, you can't put it back. Right. You can't go back to the model of, no, you will be in front of your viewing device at a particular time to consume our content, and then it goes away. Those days are gone. Yep. Now it's if you're not offering it for download within 30 minutes of it being, quote, live on TV, right. no one cares about you. Because who has a, the time? Who has the time? And it's, also, it's a great model, and I hope the switch to the on-demand model will mean fewer really good shows will die. Yeah, because the ability for four weeks into a show's run, when a show really gets its legs under it and you begin to see the greater p- plot design and say, oh, wow, they're really going somewhere with this. Um, and everyone starts telling their friends, you got to watch this show. Right. Previously, it's like, well, well do you, did you save the old episodes? Oh, no, sorry, but I can tell you all about them. Instead, they can go home and in an evening watch all the shows up to live and catch up and then viewership numbers can spike exactly it's a whole new method for them to get a show going and keep it going if a show starts weekly you know starts off poorly now they'll knife it in the back within three weeks yes and never has a chance or you know they do wonderful things like not airing the premiere two-hour you know starting movie uh but i'm not bitter (laughs) (laughs) so they they need to grow up and adapt. They they they've got to stop this exactly. thrashing and, and, and clawing onto the outdated business model, guys. Give it up. I I I got completely distracted by another one of the articles posted by our team. Well, we have which time. was astronaut checks into Foursquare from space. Yes, nice. I just unlocked the NASA Explorer badge on Foursquare. It was the <laughs> posted. I'm at the International Space Station. Douglas Wheelock, a NASA astronaut, just checked into the International Space Station on Foursquare <laughs> in outer space. For reals. <laughs> the wow. feet netted him the NASA Explorer badge, which I'm sure is the ultimate validation for a real astronaut. 
Wheelock, a.k.a. at Astro underscore Wheels, is the commander of ISS Expedition 25, a team comprising astronauts and cosmonauts from the U.S. and Russia. His historic check-in earned him the NASA Explorer Badge, which terrestrial four squares will be able to unlock by visiting space-related sites here on Earth. All of this, of course, is very crazy. Is he the mayor of the space station? I suspect he will be the mayor of the space station by the time he leaves. Yes. Oh, wow. I'm, that one was like, that's cool. The that's fact awesome. that the Foursquare system was designed to handle that check-in. It's kind of scary. It is scary and, the, and kind of the, funnier the than pinnacle Are you kidding? of nerd. Yeah. Because whoever's in charge of coding Foursquare was prepared for him. That is awesome Crazy. and win on so many levels. Oh, no. The the pinnacle of nerd is the student hiding Rick Astley's song in College Paper. That was funny. Fine. Go with it. No, he, he, they posted the whole paper. Um, and it's the first word of every line. Mm-hmm. Um, never going to give you up. Never going to let you down. Is gonna... the first word in every line down the paper after the first so he, line. So he Rick rolled... He, he rickrolled a paper entitled The Disadvantages and Advantages of Networks. And he is actually talking about computational processing power from the 1960s forward. The first ever dead tree rickroll. And has, well, hang on though. What's interesting about this is it, it is actually a very, very simple um, display of steganography, which is hiding communications inside other things. And so it was pretty cool. I liked it. But I'm into that kind of crap. Yeah, okay. that's pretty You funny. know what I'm into? Yeah. What are you into? I'm into the fact that I want to connect, and Oprah just gave a ton out to her yeah. audience. Huh? Connect. Xbox Connect. Xbox Connect. Oprah is giving out Connect. And an Xbox system, And apparently. an Xbox system to her and audience. And they went crazy. Look under your chairs. And they went nuts, apparently. They went insane. <laughs> like... Not your normal video gamer demographic yeah. <laughs> in, okay. her, in her audience. Yeah, you think? But yeah, I want one so bad. That that ha- was one of my favorite things. Has from the Connect even shipped yet? Uh, no. No. no, it's so she got pre-release, or or they're going to get it when it does release. But it releases November fourteenth, I want to say, sometime early November. So, so. now I did. Um, I was listening to Emperor and Highlander last night. And they were talking about the fact that the PlayStation Move mm-hmm. has shipped over a million units. Yep, and possibly has sold that many. So you know, shipping is just how many they've moved into the warehouses right, right, for distribution, right. but they're they're at maximum product productivity, and they're not going to catch up to demand until January February timeframe. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with Move being a commercial success. Sounds like um, it. I haven't. Now that I'm going to get it on yours. <laughs> uh, no, because it, it can't play games. Right. So we will never know <laughs> on my PlayStation Three. Well, um, it's. it's- Xbox so, 360, too. Right, the Xbox 360 is Kinect, which is right. the completely... The, no the PlayStation, PlayStation Move is basically a clone... Sorry, I had to walk away from the there. Wii. The, the Wii. Wii controllers, but using uh-huh. a different method of tracking, so it actually right. involves a camera. Okay. And not just um, the infrared sensors. Infrared, yeah. But Kinect is so much better. Kinect is no controller at all. It's simply a full-body scan where they attempt to gauge your movements mm-hmm. and do fun stuff like facial recognition. So we'll see How that where does. all this goes. Yep. In the next year or two, because at the end end of this year, all three will have their you know, motion. Well, we had their motion plus was the first uh, right. enhancement mm-hmm. ship. Right. Now move is out. Connect is coming. And then it's in the hands of the software devs. Okay. 
Okay. They need to deliver the content to us. Yeah. So this show at Oprah, where she gave Connect to the entire audience, right. was about the next big thing and featured an appearance by show crooner Susan Boyle, as well as a segment on The Daily Show's upcoming rally to restore sanity. Ah, she had yes. Jon Stewart on The Oprah oh, Show. They've been going back and, and forth, went back yeah. and forth. promoting yeah. each other. Oh, yeah. So they even did, I think, uh, you know, John Stewart did a whole Oprah moment where he had the audience look under their seats. And no, Oprah gave, Oprah gave them all them passes right. and yeah. travel the to the... Look under your seats. You yeah. get a plane ticket. Whole Oprah you thing. get a plane ticket. Uh, you're going to the rally, was No, that's thing. right. You're going to the rally. <laughs> Everybody's going and to John the rally. And John Stewart said, well, we know at least 250 people will be there. Yeah. Because <laughs> that was his audience. But yes. But yeah. No, I really... I I'm still think... I don't know. Just the PlayStation... Move seems just a better version of the Wii for me. Well, yeah, it's definitely more advanced. It's all a matter right. of what will the content will the creators make make, make yeah. of the new interface. It's yeah. all about mm-hmm. there needs to be compelling titles, or it's just a a gadget. Uh, yeah, exactly. So we shall see. Well, not not on my rig, of course, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> As an industry, we're not seeing much on your rig. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just move on and yeah. talk about something different. <laughs> but I'm not. Bitter. By the way, I'm really excited to see what happens at the rally to restore sanity. I'm I'm following I, this. I closely. expect it will be Fun. terribly entertaining in the way that only Comedy Central can deliver. Well, yeah. and you you heard that they combined the rally to restore sanity right. and the oh, march uh, to keep which was probably their their plan the whole time. Just right, yeah. the, right. The cost of running you know, the two was probably massively prohibitive. <laughs> it was really funny to watch it on Daily Show, though. Now, oh yeah, they're so, they're having five days, eighteen minutes, eighteen hours, five minutes and twenty seconds until the rally. Oh, yeah. far far too much fun with that. And oh, yeah. somebody at Comedy Central is a freaking marketing genius. Genius, yes. Because they're getting so much press about this. Oh yeah. Oh, they're doing meetups across the country. Yep. But of course, on what, it. what did you expect? I mean, Find like one I said, near you. Genius. Genius Absolute at marketing. Genius, yes. Someone there had got a big promotion and a pay raise out of this once it's pulled off successfully, of course. But the next thing on the list here that kind of grabbed my attention, just because I'm very old, right? Uh, the latest promo poster for the Tron Legacy film, which I'm greatly looking forward to, come this December 17th, I want to say, uh-huh. is a deliberate throwback to the classic Tron poster from the 80s. Um, and I hope Barry will... Uh, Let's take a look-see here. It is... It'll look, oh, for, yeah. someone who's, for someone who's never paid attention to the old Tron, it'll just look like a, just a movie poster. Um, it's a deliberate homage to the original one, so it's like, oh, little baby nerdgasm. Dax would like to oh, look for that in go. the show notes. It is basically the the classic oh, yeah, guy holding, holding the identity yeah, disc huh? up, in, up in the uh, I.O. beam and the the woman... Standing at his side, it's, it's, it's like a romance novel cover, in, in not necessarily. Well, in a good don't way. you remember the original <laughs> Star Wars poster where yes, he had yes. the lightsaber up and <laughs> yeah. Princess Leia was kneeling yep, next to his leg and, and holding leg. on. Uh-huh. Yeah, she had her whole leg showing. She's hanging on to oh, his leg. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, talk about your romance poster yep. it's and, a and their brother it. sister. No oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, going back, look at that poster in the light of the end of the story. It's like, oh, wow. Wow, what were you thinking? George, is there something you need to tell us about <laughs> exactly. your upbringing? <laughs> wow. wow. Uncle Daddy, Uncle Daddy, come here and look at the freaks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. 
but I digress. <sighs> okay, got room for one more. I don't have anything more. Hey, are we going to have a show on the 31st? It's a Sunday. Halloween. Are you going to dress up for the show? Dream on. <laughs> Someone might have to bring me a costume. Ooh. Ideally, something that looks good on the camera, like something I might wear in my head. How about cheerleader-like? I have a cheerleader-like costume. <laughs> I don't know if you'll fit into it. You have kinky dreams, you know that? <laughs> <laughs> I think I like you. Oh, God. We'll have to work on a costume for you, then. Uh, Something that fits uh, on your head. Lots we, of things fit on your head. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of things. Well, based on the, the swag that Iolite brought back from the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, we're probably going to be doing a Harry Potter theme oh, this cool. year. Okay. Yes. I brought, I brought actual loot home this mm. time. Yeah, which can form the foundation for uh, uh, the, pretty good, the whole family costume yeah. thing. Uh, yep. Because the boy is very much, was very... Uh, into. Into and enjoying the... Wingardium Leviosa! Leviosa. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he hears, he, and he heard us. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. That's okay. Well, but oh. I digress. Which brings us nicely to the end of the show. To the end. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. You have been listening to Casually Hardcore, live, unless you're listening to the podcast, on Versus the World <laughs> Radio vtwproductions.com check out all the fine shows on the versus the world network we have the sunday power block which you're now at the tail end of which is 24t followed by octail and hordeck versus the world followed by this show casually hardcore on saturdays we have the emperor's court dominating the evening moving to saturdays we think right before uh, the Emperor's Court will be The World Strikes Back. We have the podcast only reemergence of Warcraft Anonymous. They posted awesome. their first show this past Friday. Woo-hoo! We have the occasional game, uh, occasional shows uh, in the Alpha Geek family. Alpha Geek interviews whenever we get a fine victim to interview, and Alpha Geek radio precisely whenever the hell we feel like it. Keep an eye on all these things, subscribe to the RSS feeds, and you'll be up to date always. Join the forums. There are always fantastic conversations of nerdy, geeky goodness happening there, and they'll also keep you up to date on what the heck we're doing when we're not on the air. I'm halfway through my download. Fan us on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Check us out on Facebook. All the shows have Facebook pages. All the shows have Twitter feeds. You should subscribe to them all. At the very least, you should subscribe to the VTW Productions Twitter feed to get all the announcements. Mm -hmm. Earlier today, I fixed the tool that automatically tweets whenever a show goes on the air live, so you will always be reminded that somebody is saying something interesting on the intertubes. Until it breaks again. Shush. (laughs) I didn't break it. Twitter themselves broke it. They had an issue where people were using the old authorization system to build pages that would Nemesis. fish that would Put fish that for down. people's uh, usernames and passwords. So they needed to lock it down a lot more tightly. Uh. They switched over to this new system called OAuth, and additional tools were required for me to do the command line ah. uh, auto-tweeting. Found the tools today, put them in place, and if you've been paying attention to the Twitter feed, which you absolutely should be, yep. you would have seen automatic announcements going out right when shows were going live. Booyah! Booyah, Grandma. Booyah. So... We will be back next week, same bat time, same bat channel. I have been Gnomewise. I've been Iolite. I have been Dexa. And I've been Grail. We will see you on the other side.